You are now entering the Student Media Network. So beefy. Sirens. 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 Yeah. yeah, you're on that you're on that Greek Brother mythology Hall thing Archon. right now, aren't you? Brother Hall. Yes. You got I a am. mythology bug Love in your mythology. right in your butt. You know what's funny is so Greeks came up with a lot of the, the mythology and stuff, and Romans just went in there and stole it right from them. Yeah, Roman, Romans. you know, the Italians have been doing that kinda over the years, you know? Taking land, I, I don't taking see a problem stories. With that. I kinda like that, you know, but yeah. whatever, it's time to take it back. Taking taking deities. Anyways, uh, speaking of deities, welcome to the Stude Media podcast Stude episode right number Trace, three three, Trace. the Larry Bird edition. Um, <laughs> no, this this one, wow, uh, that that was a that was a chairful of knowledge today. It was what was great Experience about it. Experience and knowledge, Bo Capral, um, who's Hollywood immortality. If yeah. if if you know anything and royalty, about yeah. and royalty, if you know anything about uh, production Google. or the process, IMDb, Google Bo. Capral, but don't do it until after you listen to this podcast because he uh, cut a vein open and really opened up to us about some great stories about when he started in L.A. as a comedian and uh, an improv comic and then an actor and then a writer and then a producer and then a showrunner and then an executive producer and then now he's back to to washing dishes uh, at a local diner here in Minneapolis. And the biggest thing, and the reason why we had him on, too, is to promote this um, sitcom contest. Right. He's got the sitcomcontest.com. That, that is uh, what our listeners need to really Just started March 1st, and it goes all the way till the end of June. Yeah. And, it's, and they open it up nationwide. Second year. Second year, right. Yep. The first year was so successful in the five-state region, they open it up nationwide to... With great judges. To any any script write, screenwriter who can write a sitcom, comedy, sitcom. Uh, a, a comedy sitcom that is either, um, you can be experienced, you can be inexperienced. And you can write one that's already out there. There's two different, uh, there's actually three categories, but the two categories are one is for original spec screenplay or whatever, and then the other one is to write a show that's already out there. So people at all experience levels can get in on this. Yeah, that's I was and that's say what that. I'm going to do God, too. I that did was last mouthful. year. Anyways, you're going to you're going to uh, sign Jeff up and is going on this year. Atta boy. Yep. I can't wait rolling. to see it. I, I hope they yep. uh, I hope you get good feedback. And they do supply really good feedback on the on the content. And you can win prizes and stuff. Of course. Well, and you're getting you're getting your well, screen. Well, who cares about those prizes? I never You're getting your script that. seen by some serious big hitters. Especially Bo. Bo is <laughs> Bo, phenomenal. I mean, I'm, I'm Bo, in love with a guy. If Bo, I if, if do a man when, when you look him up on the uh, Googles on the internets, um, wrong with it. He, you know, he he was on Laverne and Shirley. He was a writer on on Laverne. He's and he's still writing right now. He's one of SNL? the yeah. one of the writers on SNL uh, for the Weekend Update. Uh, great guy. This is the only part I like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's happened with my phone. But well, with that, I'm gonna check my phone. Yep. And then you're going to listen to the podcast. So, episode 33. Please enjoy this episode with Bo Capral. start rolling on those and then we'll just put them on youtube there should be an app on your car where you can record your voice as you sing i sing great in the shower and in the car right everybody everybody does in the shower are you recording on disc uh 
okay, so this this whole board is battery operated, but I do plug it in. And then it records on an SD card. Yeah, oh, yeah. which is great. So just mm. like you'd have in a digital camera yeah. or in your phone sure. or and we I used can, to do garage band and the whole oh works my god, it was just beautiful looking, but didn't this thing produces it. better sound than needed. Yeah, this portable. And I and I can do we can do eight people at a time here, which is you know just yeah, plug great. them in and go. And Sean always starts the show with a song too. So yeah, you could it, start well you were you were singing Taylor Swift. Yeah, go for I it. Mean, Your song today. It. Do you no, edit this at absolutely. all? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We so I'll take this home um, and throw and then I'll throw it into GarageBand. Yep. I'll put um, so you edit it in GarageBand. In uh, you know an intro on it and then uh, yeah we have a cool intro some music on. and great. We we format it after. Uh, and, I, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, we format it almost identically to the the, the Nerdist podcast that Chris Hardwick does. Um, the At Midnight kit, the guy the ho- the guy who hosts At Midnight on Comedy Central. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it. so he has a pod- he's had a podcast for about five or six years, um, and it's and it's just very informal. What kind of listeners? Yeah, numbers wise, it's well they're they're growing. That's what's the tens great. of thousands. Well, it's We've getting got up that there in sure. the thousands. Yeah, it's it's. It's been a slow. Pro- I mean, <laughs> see, we're in a weird position because where we worked during the day, we've had conflicts with as far as they view us as competition. God knows why, because we're just like a little blip. But so, but we got past that. Now we're on the the really ramping up phase and working on our SEO stuff and all that. But uh, um, our numbers are increasing quite a bit. Obviously, we go with our core friends, family, that kind of thing. But now it's been growing. We get people from all around the world. Where's the England or we've had we've had all over Europe and, and, yeah, and parts of Asia. I mean, you can you can look up where you can't see specific yeah, cities or anything like that. But it's it's pretty neat. Um, and it lives forever. That's what the coolest thing is. So people can look it up. Like I listened to yours with uh, Tom. Yeah, 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 that was really good. And then and that's what's great. You can listen back to these things. And and both him and I can come from a long time ago, a radio background. Yes. And, and that's and that's how this whole thing started too. We were we we missed radio. We both work in television. <clears throat> and you know you miss radio. You don't miss the paychecks from radio, yeah. obviously. Because yep, there really checks, wasn't yeah. one, but the fact that we can produce this—we don't have a boss over our shoulder. It's yeah. our show. We control the content. All of that stuff. And is, we've had advertisers come to us. I was us. just going to ask you about it. Yeah, and, and and the money is there. People are starting. It's it's uncharted waters. These podcasts right now and stuff like that. But people are starting to figure it out, and you can get more of a target audience. And and so advertisers are are getting savvy to that. But we ran into it again with uh, with our parent company and stuff like that. But now we're past that, so now we're going to look at. We had like Highball Energy, all these places that wanted wow. to advertise with us, but uh, we couldn't at the time. But the music doesn't bother you. Music, I mean, it's it's just the soundtrack. Really, the show. it doesn't yeah. overtake. No, it's, no. It's, it's not at all. I mean, you can hear it in your headphones a little yeah. bit, but it's it's not as distracting, um, especially if you eat your mic. If you get right up on it. Um, and if they place uh, Taylor Swift, I can start singing. And then you'll start singing along. What, what are your demos? Listener-wise. God, I don't even know how to tell. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I can I can tell. Yeah. Um, I'm able to read what devices are listening to us, how they're getting <coughs> it, if they're getting it from the web or their mobile device, right. uh, if it's an iOS device or a, or a Windows media yeah. device. Um, I know, like all my parents and their groups out in Vegas and Florida listen to it, so we got that all the way. Yeah, to, I mean, it's thousand dollars on red. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Hold your cards. Red twenty three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's it really is just like we're trying to stay consistent. We feel like consistency over the long run, yeah. as long as we have a show every week that people will know is going to be there and it's going to be new and it's going to be fresh. Um, I feel like that is going to be what what yeah, will keep the ball rolling and eventually we'll we'll have things climbing onto the ball as it what as it rolls a board down like the hill. This cost? Well, this board, brand new, 
would be right around eight hundred bucks. But, but this guy is the best wheeling I dealer. In so you are Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, he is. He find, I'm Irish and is, Italian. I think it's more the Italian part of me that gets the deals. Um, it's amazing the deals this guy gets. This I'll was a Craigslist what. deal, and it was it was a sweet oh, deal. So great. and it and it was brand new. I got it. So in you the won't box. mind if I? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you want to pay for it. That's fine. Let, let, that's kind of. I'll give you. I'll give it to you at full retail. Um, back up a hair here and tell us. Uh, tell well, first I want to say, um, you you were pretty much my very first babysitter. I don't know if you understand that. My parents. Uh, I'm a product of the seven seventies. <clears throat> oh, Laverne Shirley. And, yeah, and so my parents. <clears throat> I was a, I was the firstborn. They were fairly young. It was the seventies. They were fairly fairly young, um, and basically my babysitter was the television uh-huh. in in the mid to late seventies. So I would sit there and I would watch. I, I mean, I went back and looked at, at some of the, the shows that you've worked on, and there it is. I Timeless. mean, it's amazing. Know. And I look, still look, thirty-five, forty years. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I didn't picture you a day over thirty-six. <laughs> yeah. That's what's great about radio. I wish single like... women felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well they just, do. You're just probably too. Don't your we head's all? Too far up there. I think that, <laughs> don't uh, we all? <laughs> yeah. I'm a week from forty. I'm one week away. Oh, it's it's it's. All uphill from there, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just giving you a heads up because I don't know if we're recording a show next Thursday. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I don't know if I can do a birthday. Let's do a birthday show. Birthday host. Yeah. Yeah. About do that. it on Thursdays? Yeah. Um, well, he's off Thursday, Fridays. I used oh, to be, but uh, yeah, that way it works out otherwise. And I don't work till about two usually. We try to go mm-hmm. middle of the week and then and then the shows go live Thursday. So today That's after it. we're done, I'll go home, edit this. It'll be online. Oh, nice. Yeah. Today we are at... Nicolette Diner. Yeah, we're at the Nicolette Diner GPS again. Nicolette. Does it? Does it? It says it a weird way. That's the yeah. phonetical pronunciation from your GPS. I found it. Regardless. Uh, these guys are great. Fifteenth and Nicolette in Minneapolis. They always are accommodating to us. This is the largest diner in Minneapolis, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. They are now twenty-four hours a day. They're oh, really? open. The food is East Coast good. Oh, and, 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 and it feels big. like an East Coast diner. I yeah. mean, it has that. I mean, we're in the back room here, yeah. um, which is where tank. they put the riffraff. But. Um, you know they got they got the vinyl booths and the vinyl seating and the and they've got the long I feel like counter I'm back and in the fifties. It it you know it has that feel to it. I know they're they're looking to do some special things, but they uh, find the Nicola Diner on Facebook. These guys have got specials that they post every day, and they they know how to take care of their customers. So definitely check these guys out. And that is where we are today recording episode number. Uh, what is this? Thirty three. Thirty three. Trace trace as they say down. So yeah, you right. and you and. <laughs> Your modified Spanish. <laughs> I thought it was French. And what, why don't we have, Bo, why don't you just kind of explain? Yeah, I know this is not, not going to be a yeah, short not... answer. Just tell people who you are, um, and then we'll get into like they need who you ask. are. Yeah. If they don't know me, they need yeah. to switch to you know? another podcast. <laughs> I, I don't really want to go into it. No. <laughs> I'm a writer, television writer, producer, director, actor. And you've been doing it for how long? Uh. Yeah, since the, uh, professionally since the early 70s. Yeah, so to what, 20 years? 20, yeah, 20 years or so. <laughs> I know, yeah. 40 years. Being here, I don't know where we're Yeah, 40 we're years and 40 still years. active. So that's the good part. And that's it, what it's all about, being young at heart, right? Well, well active meaning I'm, I'm still doing shows. Oh, oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, which true, is true. Really, yeah. And living in Minneapolis. So. And most of our listeners are really, really lazy, so they're not going to Google this. But name off a couple of your, your favorite things that you've worked on over the years. That are Well, I was a, I played Laverne's boyfriend on Laverne and Shirley. I was also one of the writers and producers of the show. I was 
one of the writers on the Cher show, and I played her sidekick on the show, like her Harvey <laughs> Korman. I wrote the Carol Burnett show, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Holy crap, you really did raise me. And, and backing up just a hair, whatever got you into that? And, and the, get you the Neediness. Get going. Neediness. <laughs> what got me into comedy, truthfully, yeah. I started at Second City in Chicago. Oh, wow. I came up here. They hired me up here at Dudley Riggs. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. But what got me into comedy, truthfully, at the beginning was in my junior year in high school, one of my buddies, who wasn't particularly good looking, but he was a nice looking guy. <laughs> the girls loved him. And I could not figure out why till I spent some extra time with him. And he was funny. It's funny. And the girl it's loved like, it. And so it. I said, I'm going to be funny. And problem. that was what really drove me. <laughs> and I just. So it's a choice, not a lifestyle then? It's, I mean, you just decided to be, to be funny? funny? Oh. Well, you know, I guess I had it in me, you know, but, but I decided to tap that. Right. And, uh, you know. Who? Tap, oh, tap the tap inner. Oh, okay. okay her and her. that. And okay. That. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there, there are no rules on this podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. If, you, nice if you slip up. Fucking A. There you go. Exactly. Now we're talking. <laughs> All right. We might have gained a listener there. You notice how I left you a pause <laughs> to edit that out, though? <laughs> I won't be editing that out. We like that stuff sometimes. So, so you, learned, you learned early on funny's good. Funny's good. Funny opens doors. Funny can stop fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny mm-hmm. can get you deals. So what got you out of the set, uh, Laverne and Shirley? I mean, how did you get through the oh, door man, on that that's one? that's just the long thing. I... I that was a spinoff, right, of Happy Days, obviously. Yeah, and it was a spinoff of one episode of Happy Days. I, <coughs> you know, I had, I had left uh, Minneapolis to go out to L.A. Didn't know one person out there. Uh, just know that I needed to be there. Went out there. The day I got there, the comedy store was opening. I was driving down Sunset Boulevard. The comedy store was opening. I said to a buddy of mine, pull over. And out in front were the two owners, Sammy Shore and Rudy DeLuca, putting up the sign. And I said, what is this, a retail place where you sell laughs? <laughs> you know, and they said no, and they explained what it was. I said, I got to work here. Can I work here? They said, you can come in every night. And wow. so I ended up going to the comedy store every night. I did three things. I had, I created a stand-up of my own uh, based on a character i just was i did a little bit of it dudley riggs uh was a pakistan's number one stand-up comedian oh god which i can't do these days <laughs> no obviously. right you know but his name was jackie Khan. Puppet. And he was, good evening ladies and gentiles this would be the jokes you know and i did him and then very formal i did, <laughs> I did improv oh, I love and that. then at a, a guy I had worked with here came out named Pat Proft. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He and I teamed up, and we did a team. So we were on stage th- three Damn, times oh, a night, oh. and and we ended up uh, forming the Comedy Store Players, which is the improv mm-hmm. group there. And that's a long story. But uh, that's what got me into it. And from there, I joined Kentucky Fried Theater. Yeah. We did, you know, Airplane. And, yeah. And, uh, and uh, from there, we got hired as writers because people knew that we wrote the show and and that went on and on, and the Laverne and Shirley thing happened because I actually played Penny's boyfriend on The Odd Couple. She was Oscar's secretary. Right, right. Yeah. And I had played her boyfriend on that show, and we became friends, and the Laverne and Shirley was basically a nepotism at its <laughs> finest. You know, Gary Marshall, yeah. brother. Oh, yeah. Was so, you know, no auditions or anything. Let's get both. Oh, you know that type of wow. thing. Wow, that's that simple, was great. Huh? Oh yeah, that's how most of it ever. So you started in stand-up then? I did. I started in improv. 
Did you have any experience? No. I had improv experience. You just knew you needed to be funny. I knew that I could do it, you know. Yeah. What did I, I mean, I knew no. it was a stepping stone. I didn't want to make it my career. I didn't want to travel. And so and I at that, that point, is that is that late 60s, early 70s? Or no, what? no, that's early 70s. Early 70s. Mid, you know, mid, mid to early 70s, excuse me. I, and I had no idea that I was funny. And then I would, when the club was opened, and after a couple months, Suddenly, all these celebrities started coming in. Mm -hmm. Rob Reiner, Steve, mm -hmm. Steve Martin, Albert Brooks. And they'd sit there and laugh, and I didn't understand. So finally, I think a couple years later, I was talking to Rob, and I said, why were you guys coming into the comedy store all the time? He said, because you were hilarious. We were following wow. you. And I said, I had no idea. Wow. I would have exploited that so much more. <laughs> I really would have. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, but uh, so there was no opportunity here in Minneapolis at the time. I mean, was it really well, I, slim? Yeah, there's no opportunity here. Uh, voice work was even at its beginning here, which ended up years later being fabulous. And right. I got involved in it, uh, but in those days, no. You know, you use this as a training ground mm -hmm. or any well, small city. Yeah, sure. And it's changed ever since. Obviously, oh, yeah. you I still got to go to LA or New York. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, that has not changed. So was was LA? Um, I mean, that was your first stop, right? Obviously, well, How Vegas was my first stop <laughs> on the way to LA. I had never been there. I had two hundred dollars <laughs> to my name, truthfully, and I lost a hundred bucks. Oh man! In Vegas, the first yeah. time I went there, one hand. So I went to no. <laughs> in those days, it was two dollars a hand for oh, me. Okay. But uh, and I so I was heading to Las Vegas, not knowing one to Los Angeles, not knowing one person with a hundred dollars in my pocket. Oh my god! But that was my first stop. But that's the dream, right? Isn't that? I, the, that that's what I, I got to tell you. I was naive enough to keep going and it worked you know? so when you got to la where did you stay the first night i stayed i stayed on some girl's floor i met her wow. at a restaurant and we were talking and she was in the business as everybody is out there right of course and i stayed on her floor and then a uh, guy i drove out there with from here uh he and i got an apartment i believe i can't even remember but that's wow. you know and i i lived off of unemployment right that's how you do it. And I lived off of unemployment because every day I was at the comedy store till 2, 3 in the morning. Wow. And then I'd sleep till noon or 1 and then write and do stuff and go to the club. So I didn't have a straight job. And So I, were you at the comedy store when Polly was there just kind of running we around? We used to babysit Polly. No I, kidding. My, oh, wow. my ex-wife and I actually babysat him. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew he would be such a yeah. mediocre presence? <laughs> 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 Such a lucky guy. Yeah, right? Enigma. Yeah, well, we were very friendly with Sammy and Mitzi, sure, because, you know, we were the first group there, my my, my peers. Right. Well, How long did you stay at the comedy store? About two years till I went and joined Kentucky Fried Theater. Right. And then I kind of gave up other kinds of improv and performing, and, and uh, I got friendly with Bud Freeman, very mm -hmm. friendly, so... If I did anything, I'd go to the improv, and they put me on whenever I got there. It was great, so I didn't have to. Do you have a preference between oh, yeah, improv much, and stand-up? I'd much rather do improv. Because you have, you know, what, is is it because you have, um, I have other people other people me. to play <laughs> out of, right. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I just feel more comfortable. Yeah. Character than going out So the out question, there. how did you end up in Minnesota then? My, well, they brought me up here from Second City, Dudley oh, Riggs. Yeah. Uh, Raven Workshop brought me up here. And they're still, they're still around. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, right? they're, yeah. they're down they're on Hennepin. Hennepin yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the, the Timberwolves when we were working the Timberwolves, the Jiggly guy oh, who yeah. came out who had the thing yeah, written yeah, yeah. He's the guy who's the head of the Brave oh, New Workshop. Really? 
I did the He's Stevie Ray as I. Uh, oh. He was a plant. This guy, oh, who, he he um, I forget his name. It's uh, John something. Um, he's like the head of, of the yeah, Brave well, They Warship. bought it from Dudley. Right, right. And so mm. 10 years ago when KG was playing, they did this thing where it was like kiss cam, but it was dance oh, cam. Yeah, yeah, so he came out and he's and he's quite a bit overweight. Ripped yeah, off his shirt and said, we love you, KG, on his shirt. And he's dancing and it's on the scoreboard. <laughs> so then they brought him back because they brought KG back mm-hmm. and they had him dancing and his kids are there and they're like, yeah, dad, dance. And he's like, no, 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 no. The camera goes away and then it comes back to him. And the kids are like, come on, dad, dance. And the crowd's getting it up and everything. It's during timeout. Rips off his shirt. Welcome home, KG. Oh, yeah. KG sees it, pumps his chest, (laughs) points at him, laughs. That's why he did that. Okay, because I I was down on the floor when he did that part. I didn't know what he was doing. It was funny. Most people don't know it was a plant. But, I mean, it was funny. It was a funny bit. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I don't know the new people. I mean. Is Stevie Ray still around? Because that's where I. Stevie Ray, I I don't know him. But I know he's, I think he's part of uh, Chan Hassan Dinner Theater. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's got a club. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a club out there, and then there's um, who's got the one with the, Rick Bronson? Oh yeah, House I was n- I wasn't here for the comedy boom. Yeah, at all. It was it happened while I was in L.A. I mean, truthfully, when I was here, it was Dudley's and the Guthrie, mm-hmm. right? You know, and a few, and Chan has a dinner theater in the old log. You know, that, that's yeah. all. There wasn't much going on here. So in L.A., is it one of those things where you just kind of bounce around, or is it like you bump into somebody that you've worked with and they're like, hey, we should do a thing? What, I got this thing in, pr- well, just, just how you keep you working. Projects? I mean, oh, I, you I know what? It's funny all helps. about who you know. Right. It's yeah. all about who you know and the friendships you develop. And it's con- it's all about that. I and mean, your reputation. Too. You yeah. you got to be in the middle of it to know yeah. it's going, oh, I heard this thing's casting. If you're lucky enough to have an agent, you call them and say, this is casting, get me in on it. You know, it's... it's Did you like acting? Did you like the acting part of it? <sighs> For me, and I've done a lot of it, the... Most fun acting is being a regular on a series because right. you know the people, you're there all the time. You, to come in and do guest shots, it's it's hard, and movies are hard. You know, there's a lot of waiting. Has, has comedy changed over the years, or is it, the principles are still the same? Yeah, or timing can't and be that as kind offensive, of I guess. Yeah, it's topical too. Sure. <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> you know, I I don't know. Has comedy changed? I think you can do more now. That's all. I mean. There's more access too, though. I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, the internet. I mean, comedy's changed. Types. It's all. It, there are so many comedians on Twitter right subjective now too. who yeah, actually so will, will respond to people who tweet them. Yeah. Which I find that access is well. They're obviously not working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you find the ones that are working don't necessarily automatically yeah, go. Yeah, time to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't see, uh, uh, you know, Larry David going. Hey, I can't yeah. talk to you right now. I got to exactly. reply to a tweet. Yeah, I got to yeah, tweet right. some jabroni in, yeah. in Nebraska. So you're in L.A. You're, you're working on all these great programs. Uh, what I mean, what gets you to new? I mean, you did some SNL writing too, right? I'm doing that now. You, you're currently writing. Well, for a Weekend Update, right? Oh, you can't do sketches from here, right? Yeah. You know, right. You know, but uh, that's all. You know, I, I. What got me involved in that is, I've told the story so many times, but it's a true story. When SNL started, Lauren and Dick Ebersol offered me uh, a part as a writer performer, very first year. My agents at the time at ICM said, you know, you're getting too hot here in L.A. You're... And I was with Proft as a partner, and they didn't offer it to him. Ah. And they said, why break up the so team? You... you guys are getting hot. You don't want to move to New York. And I passed. And then they went and got Belushi. Right. That's yeah. a true story. Wow. Uh, but I managed to stay friends with Lauren. Oh, good. Over the years. Smart. So, so I, I want to have this straight and on the record. 
You were first choice over John Belushi for Saturday Night Live. I was. I swear to God. And look at the who's alive today. That's fucking <laughs> well, amazing. Who's use, still working I always today? use that. But think how I feel when I read a book like uh, the oh. Belushi's Life Story. Oh. And, right. And they made a movie out of right. it. You know, I... I just think, well, you know, that's, this wouldn't be happening if I would have said yes. Yeah, you would have been Jake Blues. Yeah, Holy I don't shit. know if I would have. See, that's the whole thing, obviously. <laughs> Who knows? Right, right. So you stay, you stay tight with Lauren. Not tight, but well, friendly, friendly enough that we talk, we we email. And so, how long have you been working on a Weekend Update then? Three years. Okay. Oh, cool. yeah. So, were you were you in New York for the forty? I was in New York. No, but I was I lived in New York for five years, uh, about eight years ago. I came back sure. from New York. And I never even did it when I was there, but that was just the thought I had here. How does that process work as a writer for Weekend Update? I know Colin... They send you setups and every day. And then you, and you, you work on them? write them as, as a, like a punch up group does. Is Colin the lead writer? Jost? No. No? No, 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 oh, no, I thought no. he was... No, um, what's his name was? Uh, there, there's a head writer. There is a head writer. Yeah, 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 definitely. But Not they write, funny. they choose, they write, you know... There's, I'm one of several. Yeah, of course. You know, so it's and, and are they peppered around the country? Yeah, yeah. And New York. So do you do you do you watch? I mean, do you see if your joke eh, makes the air? Yeah, I used to. I don't anymore. I watch because I, Excellent. you know, I watch the show just because yeah. I want to stay current. But yeah, yeah, not like the old days. Did you see this last week's episode? I did. did no, you I didn't see this last week. Oh, okay, I saw the fortieth. Did you? Oh, okay. Did you see the ISIS? There was only one funny thing. The that ISIS was a, about the only thing that was funny. I liked on on this. I, I think you're. I think you're right. Did, you heard about this offensive. That they, was funny. They did. They did a, a take on the the Toyota commercial where the dad drives the daughter to the airport and she's going off to be in the army. Right. Right. And they did it with Dakota Johnson. Just tell me right now. Was it bomb strapped to them? No. 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 Oh, no. Okay. No bombs. Um. <laughs> so it's 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 Taryn Killam dressed up like a like a father, dropping off Dakota Johnson, and it's so uh, you know you need any extra money? No, dad. And I love you, and I love you too, Dad. Thanks, Dad. And and then you hear a honk in the background, and it's a Toyota with a bunch of dudes it's an ISIS and an ISIS truck. flag on it. Big rocket launcher. And she's like, and Dad, it's just ISIS. And he goes, and he looks over at the guy in the truck, and he's like, Take care of her. And the guy <laughs> says, Death to an America. And he has a <laughs> tear in his start, eye. And tear in his eye, and he starts yeah. shooting, and she drives off with these ISIS. Well, that guys. was pretty good. Man. And it's and it's caused a huge stink on the internet. The internet oh, got really? so offended that day. Why? Oh my God! Well, it was being talked about all week. It's I like, just, and that's what I was saying. It's like you can almost not do jokes anymore. But is the, the, you asked how comedy changed. Yeah, I couldn't make an ISIS joke twenty years ago because nobody knew what it was. No, right, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's how it's changed. <laughs> but twenty years ago, it was who? It was who the hell was it? it was Nixon. Saddam Hussein? I it mean, was it Nixon was Nixon joke. Got all this, yeah. You know, it just yeah, it's topical. But the elements I think are still there and yeah. stuff like that. So, so your your hands are not only in writing Weekend Update. I mean, you're you're in the middle of Many different projects. I create shows right. for reality shows. I've got a show on the air now that debuted last week on WGN America. I'm developing. Well, which show is it? Let's tell everybody. Uh, uh, Outlaw Country. It. Outlaw Country. Yeah, what, what, a lot of press. I what's the, the what's the? It's about a group of felons who are trying to take over a suburb of Kansas City and the police task force. I've seen far. that promoted. I've seen yeah, it promoted quite a bit. And then we've got this second year of the sitcom. Writing competition. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, that's a that's that's, that's really taking cool up thing. time now, which I really like. And what's your role in that? Are you the I created it with Scott Hansen, um, running it this year. We did it last year. It was a very successful first year. We did the five state area last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year it's national. We got great judges. We got the executive producer of Modern Family. Nice. 
executive producer of Bones. Who's that, Levitan, or is that no, Lloyd? No. Who's Elaine Coe's her name. Okay. She run, runs sure. the show. Um, Jonathan, I forget his last name, executive producer of Bones, um, Simpsons. Yeah. King of the Hill, we got uh, Jeff Cesario, you know, Louis mm-hmm. Anderson, Cindy Williams, Fred, well, same group of judges as last year, but we've added these two heavy hitters, which were thanks to my daughter, who's uh, vice president and a current programming at 20th Century Fox. So. Oh, you allowed your kid to get in the business. No, <laughs> actually, it's turned out now that she's allowing me to stay in it, <laughs> is really what it is. I God mean, bless kids, you know, that's the one reason to have kids. Yeah. Uh, that was that's, that's why so, I keep having them. so yeah so we're, it's uh, if you go to sitcomcontest.com sitcomcontest.com you uh, can find out all the information so this year it's a national competition and you know it's a great opportunity for writers like Tony mm-hmm. who I think is a gr- really really good sitcom writer actually he is and the guy of, works on he's oh god he, what did, what did you say? You were at 27 pages the other night? On, on one day, that was my best. On a different piece, on, obviously. Wow. But the, the guy just me. has it streaming That's out amazing. of him at all times. And he's good. Well, it's he's kind good. Of you. He is good. The contest, yeah. what did you find? So last year was your first year. What First of all, what made you decide to do a contest? Um, Scott. Oh, really? It was okay. his idea. He yeah. said, why don't we do this? You know, we got the talent. We got the credibility. And uh, I was bored. <laughs> and I said, sure. And... Had it not turned out successful, we wouldn't have pursued it, but mm-hmm. it did, and we kept getting. What are the What are the requirements? What are What are you looking for? Just Just you a completed. Have, script? You have to have hands, and that's only to use <laughs> the, the unless computer. You knows, unless you know, knows like me, then you can type away with your right. nose. I don't I mean. want to offend <laughs> any. Honestly, it's any a people podcast. You can offend a. anybody. Well, here. I don't want to offend people without hands, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> Those are some, are, some, I don't know some that, of our favorite listeners. Yeah, I don't, know how, typers, I don't yeah. know how funny they are. But um, <laughs> so what was your question? <laughs> what are you guys looking for? What's the process? Uh, we're looking for anybody to. It's a great opportunity for someone who's an experienced or inexperienced writer to have their work read by real hardcore working professionals and get some feedback which is always positive. Not the feedback is positive, but it's positive to get it, yeah. even if it's negative well, feedback. It, yeah. Yeah. And you give honest feedback, too. It's not like you're going to blow sunshine on people's No, 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 and, no. Yeah. And it's the best so, kind of feedback there is. No. <laughs> and, you know, this year we have two categ- three categories. We've got one for exist- uh, original scripts, pilots, mm-hmm. and then we've got one for existing shows. And then oh, the, the grand, sorry, the grand sorry. winner is uh, the best of both of them. So there's three winners. Oh, sweet. Their scripts will be read by, uh, like I said, these key Industry judges. Right, Industry, right. Big time. Where do yeah. they go after that? Where will it happen after that? Yeah. I can't. There's no promises. Yeah. I mean, literally, last year's winner was very good, and we got it to two development people, one at Fox oh, and, really? and yeah. one at an independent production company. So is that, I mean, is that, there's potential then for these scripts to, to make their way up, yeah. the, up the ladder. I mean, they weren't as excited. The development people weren't as excited about it as we were, but it yeah. got to them. Right. And that's a process that's that takes years sometimes. And the same thing will happen this year. It'll get, the winners will get seen. It'll be passed around. You never know what'll happen, but there's no guarantee. What were the surprises last year for you? And what did you learn from, from running that? Obviously, you're doing it again, so it was a good experience, positive, but. I was surprised at the talent that was out there, yeah. and especially um, there is a. In the in the winners group, they were really. I thought the scripts mm-hmm. were really good. How I mean, many how many uh, entries did you get last year? Close to fifty. 
Really? Yeah. In just the five-state region? Just from the five-state region, and without a lot of major press. <laughs> this year, we kicked up the PR. Mm-hmm. Again, we're doing it nationally. We're uh, sending out information packets to all the comedy clubs in the country, as well as all the colleges that have uh, uh, creative writing programs. Yeah. And, and how long does the contest run? Uh, two hours. Well, I mean, oh, no. Dates. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it started March 1st, and right. scripts need to be in by June 30th. We're also going to have a webinar workshop oh, nice. where we'll nice. answer questions. And uh, is there a uh, is there is there specific format? Like, let's can they handwrite them? Do they need to be typed out? Do they need, they to, need be, to be typed out? Do they need to There's use a, a specific program? Yeah, we mean? may be giving away a f- uh, free software this nice. year. Okay. I don't nice. know if we are. we did last year. Script writing software. Hold yeah. on a second. It's my agent. <laughs> what? You know, I can't talk to these guys. What's the problem? Cut it right now. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Under arrest. We've had we've child molest. A lot okay. of people take phone calls on this podcast. We actually had this really good actress or actor, and uh, she she got a gig right on the air while she her got, agent she called was her. about to move her family to L.A. and she had nothing planned. Local actress who we had worked with in the past, yeah. and she was just going to do it and move out there. And all of a sudden, her agent calls and says, "I got you three gigs in L.A." So While we have a she's magical show, show wow. here. So come on, baby, <laughs> so, let's hear it. Come on, A and E. No like craps. <laughs> come on, A and E. Yeah, I'm dialing for dollars. I'd here. rather have A and E than no craps. Are there yeah. any? Are there any um, productions or or production companies in Minneapolis or Minnesota that that stand out to you that you know of? That Not anymore. Nothing. I mean, you know, I know Colin Need- Colin Needle's place. Sure. She's got the she's got the Andrew Zimmern show. I don't. There's a there's, there's, a sh- there's two or three places here, but yeah. There's you know, one that's that's kind of on the on the rise that they've got a show on ABC. I saw the promo last night while watching Modern Family. Um, it's called In a Moment or In a Minute, I think it's called. The production company. Yeah, the production company's here. They're committee films. Yeah, the one I was talking. Oh, about. the one yeah. you're talking about. And they um they produce the show, and this is like their first like major production. They're doing a whole whole hour on the the bridge collapse. Oh, it's a special. Well, not really. They're, I think it's, they're oh, doing it's, it's a series about yeah. things that can happen. Things that have happened. Yeah. Recreation. They didn't, and they sold it to ABC Network. It's ABC yeah. promoted. Prime time. Prime time. Congratulations! It's amazing. I had no idea. They're That's super great. excited about it. They've been. That's great. it all over Facebook. But yeah. In what's their name? Uh, committee Films. Committee Maria Films. Oz. Maria and Andy Oz. Andy, yeah. yeah. And Maria used to work with us during yeah, our that's day how job. We and, and she and her is husband. Is this their uh, first series? No, they did America Unearthed. They did, they've done a couple yeah, they've of things. Yeah, they've got a couple of things on yeah. the History Channel. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Mostly yeah. history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this and is we, their first major they, network. They do work their butts off. They put out some great stuff for that. Maybe I'll reach say, out to yeah. them. We'll sure. see. They're very good people, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. You know, it depends on the show and where to bring it. Right. Absolutely. That's the other thing, too. And, uh, so the, let's get back to the contest, contest just a little yeah. bit because uh, it's pretty. I mean, those things are invaluable. I know as a writer, I, I've done a lot of different things like that, and and it's great for the feedback part of it. And that's the the part that's really invaluable is because otherwise, obviously, your mother or your your relatives right. are going to love it. Jesus, yeah, and, and, and Jesus yeah. loves my yeah. mom, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but I never like his. I know word. you're not my real father. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, more of as a stepfather, even yeah. more. <laughs> I remembered it. That's the good. Oh, part. that's the. Uh, but um, what was it? A lot of wine. Yeah. Um, what were you asking me again? Uh, it's good. To, it's good to get professional eyes oh, the, the on these scripts. The yeah. yeah. Oh, we're all, and a good another good aspect is the webinar where you, it's a live oh. webinar. You're going to be able to ask questions about your script in general. We're going to be talking mm-hmm. about how to write. You know, hopefully, really helping people get 
moving on their script or what they need. And that'll be that'll be in um, March, April, May. I think we'll have that. So there's still enough. There's still enough time to to do that before you write your script and submit it. So. Do you see this ever growing to to like a, a feature, like a full length, instead well, of sitcoms? Oh, like you're talking about. Well, they have it, Project Greenlight, yeah. you know, and they got that, and that's with uh, what's yeah, his Ben name? Affleck, Ben Affleck, and uh, Matt Damon. Damon yeah. are attached. I mean, you can't get any bigger no. than that. So that's so I think it's there. Are they still doing right. that? Are they like fifth season. Or something? I heard they were, but I haven't yeah, seen I haven't anything. Seen that. That's well, a Showtime creation, right? Isn't that? Isn't it? I thought a, a network was. I saw a show last year that they weren't involved with, but that the guy who had done Project Greenlight was involved with. Oh sure, and he's a producer, and they did it in Pittsburgh. And they what they, the premise was: they hired two directors, young, new, mm-hmm. and they gave them the same script see what the finished project. see the different yeah yeah the di- i think i remember Here's seeing a great that show. i just came up my light switch is always on so and i only i don't know about you i only get about three hours a night of sleep because i cannot sleep no matter what kind of drugs i take but tequila isn't even working tequila but, is a stimulant i know that's why that's I your problem that yeah. you, you should start cocaine, sh- shooting the tequila yeah your arm. right between your toes yeah yeah <laughs> well, you won't see the track marks here how about a shark tank for pitch ideas wouldn't that be kind of cool they, you that's know, a they tough have one because no they have it I've seen it. Yeah, they have a picture. I can't remember where it was, but they have a, they have pitch. Well, I'm kind of like the prince of, of filmmaking. You know, I'll tell you what, though. You know real screen? You know what real screen is? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what real screen is? It's the, uh, it's the, com- it's the convention it's a, for reality. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have a pitch competition there. Oh, do they really? Year, yeah. Oh, gonna... yeah. It's basically, you know. For reality TV? Yeah, it's all reality Here, TV. Here's a great question, because I'm like 90 years old now, so... And I've always, since I was a kid, I've hated people. No, that's something different. Never mind. Um, anyways, I love doing what I do, creation and, you know, filming and, and being involved with this schmuck here and stuff like that. But um, Is that the name of the show, by the way? The schmuck here. The schmuck here. The schmuck here. Yeah. The schmuck. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So, you know, I've done a lot of different things and all that stuff. But, but as you get older, this business is great because... Yeah, for writing, you may have to be a little younger. Or do you have to be younger? You know, there's this age is discrimination. Such a huge... You think there's no age discrimination in this business? Yeah. It's massive. Is it really? Oh, are you kidding me? The Writers Guild sued all the studios and networks because there's so many out-of-work writers over 50. And those you are the, over 50? Oh, I'm telling you something. Jesus. When you hit 50, if Nobody you haven't... You. I, my, one of my closest friends was the executive producer of Three's Company, Coach, several other shows. He can't get a job. Why do people reinvent the wheel? He's got a track record. I'm just telling you, it's very sexist, ageist business. Is it? Is it? Is it the? Is it the? His fees have gone up because of the the experience and the years. Nope, it's because everyone who's active in all forms of entertainment are in their 30s and 40s, the controlling positions. Right. They don't want to work with their parents. So you come in as a 55, 60 year old. You're pitching to your kids. Right. And they, I'm telling you, they and it's think still in the they, back of their head. This, ah, this, this old man's major. crazy. That's major. So to say one thing you love about this business, the truth is that it's it may not affect us here in Minneapolis, yeah. where we're faceless. Right. You know, I've got uh-huh, deals with people yeah. who've never met me. Yeah. Uh, but it, I guarantee you, you will not go to L.A. and get a job, no matter how good you are, unless you have a major track record. Right. Prior to but age fifty, and even then, it's a long shot. Seems like you've done all these different positions. You've you've been an actor. You've you've write. You've written. You, 
EP. I mean, you've done. I mean, what what is your favorite part of the process? I mean, I, I, I like I like running a show, being a showrunner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like directing. What is a sh- I mean, explain a showrunner because I mean, showrunners in charge of everything, everything creatively, top to bottom creatively. When Who do you my, answer to? The EP, or is the, is the showrunner? Yeah, well, sometimes the EP? sometimes the showrunner is another EP. Yeah, but usually there's one key EP on the show that even the other executive producers kind of defer to, even though they're partners. But uh, um. It's 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 there's no I like that and I like directing you know I yeah. I, I love acting if it's on a regular basis it's not that big of a charge anymore for me to go in and mm-hmm. sit around for five hours and go do two scenes and then you know it's just the one of the most fun uh, aspects of the business that isn't here anymore is voiceover. Yeah. I did what voiceover for that? years no. here that I was in the studio every day. Your boy Bernard got it all. No, he didn't. He actually, <laughs> actually, my boy Bernard got lucky to be born with pipes. Yes, but he no. never did the kind of stuff I did. I did dialogue stuff. Oh, Chef sure. Gabois, and we just were and always the stuff from India. Those answering machines, right? The no, <laughs> right. <laughs> but Thank you very much. It was Pakistan. great. Pakistan. It was Pakistan. Oh, Pakistan. Now, I didn't do character. Sometimes I did. But did you do happened? any animated stuff? No, it's really hard to break into. I'd love to. Not from here. Right. Of yeah. course not. You yeah. can't do it from here. But. Um, what happened is technology mm-hmm. really killed the voiceover business here. People can do it anywhere. Because you can be anywhere in the country. The world. That killed it, and celebrities realizing that they can make money. For For a friend of mine, a friend of mine is a, is a voiceover guy, and he's the he's the new in a world guy, um, Ben mm-hmm. Patrick Johnson. Oh, he's yeah. he's based. I saw on that movie Frisco. too, by the way. Yeah, right. Um, but he's he's done. He God, you see him on everything. In mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And he's just a guy who's been blessed with yeah, amazing pipes, yeah. but he does it out of his apartment or his yeah, condo in, in Frisco, and, and, and it's he can just send yeah. it all over the country. And the that's world. that's what changed the business. You don't have to be in the studio with the people, mm-hmm. um, and then they started auditioning a lot more than they ever did it for a long time. For many years, it was just get me bow, get me bow and gad, because they knew you deliver, they knew what mm-hmm. you're getting. It's gone. It's it's. You know, I literally, I don't think I did one voice spot this year. Really? And that's pretty amazing hmm. um, when I would probably doing. Well, this should be your audition then. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was probably doing 300 <laughs> a year. Wow. Oh, really? Oh, wow. easily. Shoot. I was in the studio constantly. Jeff Gabois, me, Bernard, Tim Russell. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's three or four or five of us that were just wow. constantly busy. I want to go back to, to you and your team with Pat Proft. Um, you guys were a couple of the writers for Airplane, correct? No. No. We worked with the Zuckers and, and the Abrams. We were it. part of Kentucky Fried Theater. Those right. guys wrote, the Zuckers and Jim Abrams wrote the script. Right. We had a falling out with them, thanks to Proft, um, <laughs> basically because the Kentucky Fried movie yeah. Yeah. was basically stuff we had written with them. And John Landis wanted to audition us. And we said, well, what are you Why? talking about? We oh, made Landis. these characters. Yeah. And he said, hey, just formality. Well, we auditioned and we didn't get the parts. Oh, no. So Proft said, let's sue them. Let's sue them. They're using our material. I said, really? Yeah. So I ended up going along with him and suing them, which I didn't really want to do. And I think they got pissed. And oh. I've talked to them since then. But then Proft ended up back with them writing. You know? And I turned down Saturday. I turned down Saturday Night Live for you, you little prick. Oh, no. I did. Now, he's a local guy. <laughs> he is now. Yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys not on? I mean. No, we're not enemies. I don't talk to him. You just don't talk to him. He's just a weird no. guy. Would you ever? Would you ever get back and work with him again? No. 
No, I talk to him, but I don't see him or anything. I wouldn't work with him. I feel right. like there's a wasted opportunity there. You no, guys no, are so no, talented. No, 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 no. I'm not with him. Okay. All not right. Well, him. I'm not going to push No, no. It's, it's just, it's not about personality. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to go out and do stand-up? No. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> That'd be great. What are you going to do? I'll create something for you. I know. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, we wrote, I mean, we, we got on a... You guys would be a better odd couple than Matthew Perry. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Is that any good? You know, I'll tell you, the writing's halfway decent, but it, I'll tell you what the yeah. hardest thing is for me. A, Matthew Perry is not the right choice for right. Lemon is, for that. though. Yeah, I like him. Or Thomas but I'll, Lennon, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you he's... what, here's the part that really screwed it up. And maybe it's because of my age or whatever, but I can sing this song. Um, oh, I know. Um, they still call him Felix and Oscar. And I, if they would have changed their names, because the young kids today watching it, uh-huh. You can change the names and not hurt that aspect of it at all. But older people like myself watching it, and I'm, I know who, you know, Felix. I bet that was part of using the title. I bet. Come that, on. I maybe bet they Matthew Perry is, is Jack Klugman. I mean, he's the same guy, isn't no, he? No, he isn't. I haven't yeah, seen it. Right. Is it doing oh, any good? I, I feel like he's he's pulling I, the Chandler the Chandler thing out well, again, that, see, which is a little. To me, he's too much of a pretty boy to be a Jack Klugman type yeah. of character, you know, in there. He's not a mess. Up. I but thought I'll, Jack I'll Klugman was gorgeous. I thought. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. This is my prediction. Quincy. I, I, when I watched the first episode, I was waiting for KG to come into the room, and uh, we were watching that show. We were watching the very first episode. Me and a bunch of other fo- uh, photojournalists and stuff, we were watching All that. Right. And I said, this is never going to – the writing wasn't that great. But then I watched the second episode, and it got a little bit better, the writing. And these characters are developable. I think the, the arcs are there, and I think it will get into something good. But the first two episodes, I, I can't um, Well, that's enough to kill the show. Well, that's what I mean. But who's producing that on. show? Because if it's isn't it the guy who did, ah, uh, goddammit, um, uh, Two and a Half Men. Um, oh, is it the same guy? Oh. Is it the guy who had the fallout with Yeah, him? with yeah. Charlie Sheen. Um, and and CBS loves him. Yeah. No. I mean, loves their Maybe work. they'll give it the time. I don't know. If they can give it, if these characters can develop right now, the only the only saving grace on that show was the the the, uh, the really hot looking blonde neighbor. She's actually a very good actor and uh, always the hot looking. No, no, no. But neighbor. she 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 has some really good lines I gave her and stuff, and she comes in, and that can be you know because I'm not a big fan of like I don't like uh, I don't like the two broke girls. I don't like Mike and yeah. Molly. I don't like uh, but they're good you know decent. It's right a Whitney answer, Cummings shows, thing but, too. Um, yeah. I'm not not not, not to have you bite the hand that feeds you, but do you feel like some of these networks? Don't don't let shows breathe anymore. They just they, they look at the numbers and they yeah, just course, react way course, too soon. But they can't. But on, on their behalf, they have to do it. That yeah, way. Have they been doing it that way the whole time? No, no. There was in, don't forget in the seventies and eighties. What were there was only three or four yeah. choices. Right. Now you have really content providers. Everywhere. Content providers everywhere. So that. That is a positive aspect to the business that I didn't see coming because I thought once reality caught on, where are all these writers going to go? Right. And then these other avenues opened up, which I think is great. Um, but but they don't give it time now. And, you know, maybe they will based mm-hmm. on. The, I feel like executives. the executives have the same attention span as the viewers who are now switching the channel. You know, they're they're not letting things just. It's all about breathe. numbers, man. Yeah, it's I not know. about anything else. I get that. I, I like business a lot, but the the thing I don't I have a huge problem with is the recreation of all these shows, the remakes of yeah. all these shows. Yeah. It's like, doesn't Come anybody on. have original ideas anymore? Yeah, I, I mean, watched uh, the Last Man in the World. Oh, was that any good? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't think yeah, it was I, as good. That's as forte, though. Weird. I mean, he's he's kind of out well, there, and he'll. But that aside, but the concept, I was kind of all over the place, but. I don't know. So where do you go from here? Where what what do you yeah, got next? next? Um, there's a tobacco store. Amen. Yeah. Next oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bypass that, and then I go home <laughs> for a conference call. That's where I go from here. <laughs> from your show, 
I go to the kitchen. Yeah, back just, to the kitchen here. I've got tables to bust. Nice, you are nice. Not. He's got to dish. He's got to do the dishes to Come pay on, for the meal. Yeah, really. <laughs> on uh, you're on CCO Radio this morning and stuff with uh, John Hines, and, and uh, you liked dealing with him. You've dealt with him before. I've, I've, I've you know known John for many years. Yeah, some nice pipes there too. Yeah, yeah. Oh he's a good God, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. I've never met him yet. Do you do you have do you watch? Uh, I mean, what do you, what do you like of about Minneapolis still? I mean, it's the, uh, you know I came here to raise my kids here. Yeah. And what part like, of town? You don't have to give me specific address. I live address? in Rosetta. Okay. Um, now I raise my kids in Minnetonka. Uh, what do I like about this town? I like the weather, the sensibility. Yeah, I, I, I I'm liking it less and less. But I'll tell you, <laughs> I hate L.A. It's a clean city here. I like that about it. Yeah. It's just very, you know. What do I like about it here? You know, traffic. I can't say I'm in love with the people, but I like them a lot better than the people in L.A. Can't say I'm in love with the weather, but I like the change of seasons. Mm-hmm. It's easier here. Right. I mean, you know, I go to L.A. frequently, and that traffic is killer. Yeah. And right you now. don't realize how small Minneapolis really <laughs> is. You can get across town oh, in yeah. six Everywhere minutes. Everywhere was at least an hour in L.A. Well, Everywhere because was. everything is spread the out there. Right. right. That's, that's yeah. the reason. Uh, here, everything's more compact. I don't, I, I don't know. What do I like about L.A.? I like that my son still lives here. And if he didn't, and he went to L.A. with my daughter and and her family are. I think I'd probably have to go back. Did he get into TV, too? Or no, was he in the business? He, he, they both worked for me when they were young. I had series on Nickelodeon that they worked Which on. Which one? Cool. What Would You Do? What Would You Do? Remember Mark that? Summers. Remember, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Mark yeah. Summers. The Wall of Stuff <laughs> I created. But uh, my son is in the nightclub business. He's in. Uh, oh, wow. He was running um, Fine Line yeah. and yeah. Aqua, and now he's doing social media. Sweet. So that's what he's doing. Uh, yeah, right on. Well, let him know if you if you like being here. We'd love to have him as a guest someday. You know? Sure. Kind of. I cool. don't think he he doesn't like you guys. Oh, okay. Well, I don't like us either. But no, <laughs> he'll, still here every he's day. He's one of many. You should yeah. see all the letters, handwritten letters. Well, yeah, but if they don't week. if they don't hate you, they don't know you, right? I don't know. I'll be glad to ask him if he wants to do it. But I like when people hate me. That's why they. Uh, you know, so I didn't say hate. If he oh. he's a don't don't like he oh. didn't like. You know, let your kids. If, if your son decides to move to L.A., why don't you just go to Vegas? You move to Vegas, it's close enough. Because I'd probably last there literally. <laughs> You're a hundred bucks. You I can't get back. tell you how many times I have been there. Do you know? Do you remember Lost in America? Albert yeah. Brooks yeah. movie. Yeah. And they get stuck in Vegas. Yeah. That happened. That was written because that ha- his writing partner for all of his movies it was my writing partner for television, right. Monica Johnson. And she, he wrote all, she wrote all the movies with mm-hmm. him, and she and I would write TV. We went to Vegas one day mm-hmm. in the morning and said, let's go mm-hmm. to Vegas. We went to Vegas. We lost everything we had with oh. us. Um, I had to call. She wanted to go to the casino. And try to win boss, it back? No. Oh. And talk him into giving them money. Oh. We were just kidding type deal. <laughs> And uh, I wouldn't let her do it, and we ended up getting money wired us so we could fly home or something to get our car. It was just horrible. It was horrible, and that's where that scene was created by oh, her. That's funny. Great. So yeah, I've had some bad experiences in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> My dad had a ranch in Barstow and stuff. Really? So, yeah, which was really cool. Oh, he and, uh, did the first first house of prostitution in Barstow, I believe. Yeah, yeah, interesting he enough. <laughs> he still works. He where he shakes it every now and then. You know. No, I. My dad was a good customer. No, no. Good customer. Um, before, before, I know your time is limited, and, and uh, we've got to let you go here shortly because um, you got to get those dishes done. Yeah. Um, I'll be right there, Jose. <laughs> Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw it was Pedro. Um, you, you, who's your favorite 
funniest person you've worked with? And I know this. I've is, worked with her the funniest a, person. Oh, both. Boy. Do both. Yeah. yeah sure. Funniest person to me, Larry David. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Funniest person I've worked with who gets me laughing all the time, I got to tell you, is a local guy here, Jeff Gadbois, who I did a lot of. He does wow. voice work, and we worked as a team. He, he was hilarious. He, he and I had I've had more fun with him over the years. Not recently. He's old and bitter now. What does Jeff do, or what has voice he? work? Yeah, I mean, he's done work? everything. Oh, you wow. can't. You'll hear his voice. You know what he does. Right. He's got his works out of his house and stuff. But he right. he used to he used to crack me up uh, constantly. That's really the funniest guy out of all the people that I've worked with because. You know, he was funny naturally every day doing stuff where these people aren't necessarily funny. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I used to go to parties at uh, Penny Marshall's house, and I'd be sitting at a table literally with Albert Brooks, mm-hmm. Steve uh-huh. Martin, Gary Marshall, Rob Reiner, and Albert is hilarious. Yeah. He's probably right. the – but you can't get favorites. a word in edgewise. You're sitting there, so I, I couldn't get a – I started <laughs> scoring the jokes. <laughs> I had a napkin, and I'd write 6.0. That was my contribution. <laughs> That's how high-level energy, really? stress, yeah. funny it was, just sitting around a dining room table. Uh, so Albert Albert commands a room, without a doubt. He's just... I love that uh, History of the World he did, too. Didn't he do that one? That was Mel Brooks. That was Mel oh, Brooks. Mel, That's one I worked for Mel Brooks. <laughs> how was he? I, it was a lot When of did fun. you work for Mel Brooks? I worked on a series he oh, was executive producer on, When Things Were Rotten. Did you see the, the latest documentary on him? On yeah, I know Mel. I mean, yeah. I worked with him. Wow. He's uh, wow. when they were here. In is he town. as big a prick as they say he is? He can be, you know. But everybody can. No, yeah, but I, I mean, like, he yeah, can, can be. But I had, a, I saw another side of him. I, I'll give you a very funny story. <laughs> we were writing on the show all year, and I was on the show as an actor. It was a funny Robin Hood. It was a first. It was an ABC series. Great writing experience. We have the rap party, and he comes to the rap party with Anne Bancroft. And we're all in awe because she had just done The Graduate. And we're like, oh, God, man, Bancroft's here. So we're standing around. So I was with a group of writers on one end of the room. And she was at the bar at the next end of the room. So I said, I got to go say something to her. So I, all the writers are looking at me. And I walk over to her. And I said, how you doing, doll? (laughs) And she looked at me like, what the the fuck? (laughs) I said, what sign are you? No. Yeah, I was pimping. I was trying to play along. And she looked at me oh, like she was going to kill me. And then she said, Virgo, <laughs> what, what are you? Like so a question? Yeah. yeah. And I said, oh, blah, 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 blah. I broke her. I'm Sagittarius. Yeah, Without a beat, oh. she said, oh, you want to fuck? She was pimping me that was so great. I died laughing. I said, oh, my God. No and Mel's looking over like, no. what is going on? And, you know, he's a... Uh, I, I had a little falling out with him uh, about uh, what was it? It was about the the producers. I think on Broadway, I wanted to get tickets, mm. and he. But uh, I, when he was in town here with Carl Reiner a couple mm. years, I took him out to dinner. I paid, which was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Anne Bancroft, just like that. Just I'm Virgo. Like, what are you, Sagittarius? Oh, Want to fuck? <laughs> I went. Nah, nah, nah. Humana, 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 yeah, humana, humana, humana. Do you still have the same passion and energy that no. you did? Uh, yeah, no. different. Jaded or, or just jaded because yeah. I have met so many assholes. Well, that's experience in this business I mean. that I've. It is. It was at a point for years where it affected everything I did, just because I had been screwed over, promised. Have you had, to. Have you had that point where you're like, "Fuck! I should just get out and 
Never. And, and, but you're, but now you're in the, the the group now, right? I mean, you're up on the upper thing where us schmucks on the lower. No, side. No, no, I'm not in the upper thing. Yeah. I live in Minneapolis, and that's a big, uh, you know. Does L.A. Term. look down on you for that? They don't look down on you, but they don't take you as serious. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's it. Well, oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of the same thing. I mean, um, but you know, I got I. If that happens, I say, here, Google my name, yeah, and I'm right. lucky enough that, that yeah, they can the see credit. some credits. But, uh, yeah, it jaded me big time. i got to tell you. Um, I'm still in it, though, which is kind of amazing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 60, and I'm still creating shows. And So besides the sitcom contest, family, of course, and stuff, is there anything on the horizon that you, you would love to see happen or do uh, for your? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, uh, in connection with that, is there an up-and-comer that you really want to work with? Person? Yeah, you're like an up, up and coming, um, you know, comedian or writer or no, not particularly. No, I, I, just... I would love for me, I'd love to be able at my age to get become a regular on a series. Sure, yeah. I'd have to live in L.A. Yeah, but you know that or would New still York, be yeah. a great fun thing for me. That's the one thing. Even with Laverne and Shirley, I wasn't on every week. Yeah, you know, I was on a couple. Always Penny Marshall as a kisser. You know, she's. I. Well, what do we care? She'll never hear this. <laughs> she, she'll <laughs> never fucking hear this. Yeah, no. There's no way. Maybe. Well, and don't if forget she does, this was, I love yeah. you, Penny. Don't forget, this was the 70s. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course it was. They wanted, her and Rob, when they were married, yeah. wanted to switch with us constantly. So she was always hitting on me. <laughs> always. <laughs> and I would be in her dressing room. She'd be changing. We'd oh, be yeah. talking, yeah. So she was pretty experienced. So a key wow. party right in the uh, right on set there. Best line Rob ever said to me was, <laughs> I got to tell you, Bo, that Sally Struthers gives a great blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> that was, <laughs> I'm going to die young here. Just for 60 cents a day, (laughs) you too can get. All right. Bo, I want to thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, This has been fun. I I think we could have gone another hour. Let's not drag this out. Let's not drag this out. (laughs) Let's just say (laughs) goodbye and keep them wanting more. Let the Jew out of here. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, the dishes are right over there. Thank you. Good night. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. This is a presentation of the Stude Media Network. So beefy.